Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you're indeed Locked On Magic. Today is May 8th, 2017. My name is Phil Prosper, and I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com here for another week of Locked On Magic. This is... It, the final week we're going to be doing season recap of the 2017 season. We're going to begin looking to the future. We got a few more player evaluations to get to this week. Uh, I'm going to skip some of the lower, lesser-named players. Uh, if you want to check out uh, Marcus Georges Hunt, Anthony Brown, and Damian Rudez, be sure to go to OrlandoMagicDaily.com to read those. We still got Mario Azoni and Terrence Ross to get to this week. Um, I'll talk about them a little bit later on in the week. I'm not going to worry about Rudej. Sorry, Damian, you're you're a good dude, but uh, I don't think we need to talk too much about your season here on the podcast. Uh, so season recap is over. It is time to start looking to the future, and we're going to start doing that this week because this week is the official beginning of the NBA offseason as the NBA, or at least publicly the beginning of the NBA offseason, as the NBA Draft Combine takes place later this week in Chicago. We'll get you completely prepped for that as well as what to look for uh, from the Magic during the draft combine. Lots to get to, obviously, with that as we prepare for the NBA draft and begin to look a little bit forward to how this team's going to rebuild and repair themselves. Today's episode is going to focus on a couple of key issues with the returning players and and I guess somewhat of the philosophy that entered the end of this season. Um, There was still, I guess... There's, there's still some things to get to, obviously. So we're not completely done looking back uh, at the 2017 season, um, but there's still a lot. That there's, but it's time to start looking forward, time to move on as the se- conference semifinals end, the conference finals begin, and the NBA draft lottery comes into sharper focus. So let's start there. Obviously, we've been kind of joking around with our one lottery per day, and I'm going to take care of uh, this weekend's one lottery per day with a one lottery per day for Saturday, Sunday, and then, of course, today on Monday. You all only get to do it once today. I'm going to do it three times because I'm lazy and I didn't go back and do it, but but we'll, we'll take care of that in just a moment. There is a fair amount of controversy, though, with how the Magic ended the season. Uh, Frank Vogel said throughout the end of the season, it was clear the Magic weren't making the playoffs and it was clear they were putting themselves in position for a high lottery pick that he was not going to allow his team to purposely lose games. He wasn't going to do that. Specifically, he wasn't going to do that while other teams were fighting for the playoffs. He said he even admitted it at the end of the season that I'm I would hope that when I'm playing someone that they'll give me their best and especially if I need someone else to to lose or or to win or or whatever the case may be that, that the other team would give them their best shot to help me out. That was Vogel's approach to the end of the season. So when they played a late-season late game against the Brooklyn Nets, they sat you know they sat Evan Fournier, who probably could play with, with a wrist injury, I think it was. He played Marcus Georges Hunt and, and uh, Patricio Garino down the stretch. He played Steven Zimmerman a lot. 
even that last game against the uh, even that last game against the Detroit Pistons, neither team had anything to play for. He played his starters a fair amount of minutes. Yeah, I mean, even against that game against the Nets, he didn't play Terrence Ross in the second half. The only reason he even played Terrence Ross in the second half was because Terrence asked to play a little bit more. He was not willing to throw games away. He wanted his best players to play. And, you know, and this has always been my approach. Frankly, when you have the fifth worst record in the league, there's not much you're going to do. You can do. Now, there was a little bit of intrigue on that last day of the season. That last day of the season, the Magic and the Sixers were tied for the fourth most or for the fourth most odds in the lottery. A win would give the team the fifth pick or the fifth most odds if Philadelphia won or you know if Philadelphia lost and so on and so forth. It turned out that Orlando raced out to their big lead against Detroit and, and they weren't playing their main guys too much. But they raced out to that lead, they won that game, and Philadelphia lost on a last-second shot to the New York Knicks. That gave the Sixers the fourth-best odds at the lottery and stuck the Magic at 88. I remember sitting there in the Amway Center that night, keeping track of the Sixers game. I won't lie, I was keeping track of that game. And fans were too, online at least. They were certainly keeping track of that game and hoping that Either the Sixers won, hoping that the Sixers won to make the Magic's life easier, whether they won or lost. And frankly, there were plenty of fans later on in the season hoping that the Magic would lose games too. That's just not something Frank Vogel believed in. And so, when it came time for this event to happen, the Magic didn't care. They're going to let the ping pong balls fall where they may. And somewhat defiantly, that last game of the season, Frank Vogel had this to say. Fifth and sixth is not a big uh, big difference, especially in this year's draft. It's a deep draft. And um, you have to compete to win. That's what you have to do. I believe in that. I, karma is, um, is something that I can't really say. Uh, but I, be- I believe in, in uh, the basketball gods and, and you know, um, caring about the right things and doing the right things, and that stuff gets rewarded. You know, we, we competed to win every year in Indiana, and we ended up with Paul George and, and, and Miles Turner at 10 and 11. You know, sometimes, you know, the Boston Celtics years ago competed uh, to lose to try to get Tim Duncan, and they didn't get Tim Duncan. You know, I mean, things happen. I, I believe in, in trying to build a winning culture uh, is, is the, uh, the most important thing for us. And there's plenty of people... That will and did come at, come back and say that's incredibly naive. The way odds work is you get the best chance of doing something, and the math works out that it will happen that way. Of course, we're not simulating a lottery over a thousand times. It's half the reason why I'm doing hashtag one lottery per day is both to prove the randomness of the NBA draft lottery uh, uh, on a single selection basis. Uh, entering today, the Magic have won the won our draft lottery four times in. 19 tries. That's not what the math says should happen. But, of course, over the long run, yeah, that is what's going to happen. The Magic would end up 5th or 6th, or 6th statistically, uh, and so on and so forth and so on and so forth. I mean, it, it is not always so set in stone. And Vogel knows that, as do everyone else. 
His job and his responsibility are to his players and to giving them the best opportunity to succeed. What happens in the future is not his concern because he's right about one thing. This is a really deep draft. If the Magic end up fifth or sixth, they will get a quality player. They may not get the supposed superstar at the top of the draft, whether it be Mark Markel Fultz or Lonzo Ball or Josh Jackson, but they will get a solid player, someone who can contribute seemingly pretty quickly and have a high ceiling to be good. This is a good draft. If there is a draft to be okay with maybe losing a spot in the top five and falling to sixth, this is probably that draft. That's not to say that's a good thing, of course. The Magic should hope that they get the top pick because more options are always good. But that's not the way Vogel coaches. And it's very important that he have that outlook, especially toward the end of the season, because while there will be some roster turnover, this is the group he's going to have to work with for the most part. This is the group he has to build around and build with and hope that they get better. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. The stark realization is that this is a young team. And young team is often, and probably is, an excuse for team being bad. Eventually, a young team needs to mature. And after five years, it is fair to say that, yes, this young team should have matured a little bit. They took a huge step back this year. But it is still a young team. The average age on the roster, I think, is somewhere around 26 years old. The starting lineup is still an incredibly young group. Only Vucevic and Fournier uh, were past their rookie deals. Now Terrence Ross also now passed his rookie deal. But they are still incredibly young. Aaron Gordon, probably the best player on the team, is 21. Vogel said it uh, on the last game. It's like, you know, usually in this situation with, when, the, when the playoffs are long gone, you try to turn to your young, young players a little bit. My young players are my veterans. My young guys, the guys that we need to play and develop and nurture and grow, are the guys that we are already playing. If there was a flaw in the way the Magic were built, I mean, there are many flaws in the way the Magic were built, but from a leadership standpoint, the Magic needed maybe a little bit more of a seasoned hand to guide them around, guide them forward. Serge Ibaka just ended up not being that guy, perhaps. Serge, Serge was probably the guy that they wanted to be that player. And he just wasn't. The reality is, Frank Vogel believes that this group can make the playoffs. I I truly believe that he felt they had a playoff roster, and that the players felt they had a playoff roster. But he also knows that there were some big impediments to the franchise taking that next step. A roster that was completely changing the way it, it played from the last four years with some new pieces was a huge impediment. Frank Vogel coming in as the fourth coach in three years, something I'm going to hopefully talk about in a few few days or later this week, was a huge impediment to the roster taking that next step. No one knew what to expect. They all had to prove themselves all over again. 
from the very beginning of the season. It, it's been five years, and I get that that's a long time, the longest playoff drought in Magic history. But this was also Vogel's first year in charge of the team. He said it at one point, this is year one of our program. This is year one. And I hope we continue to grow as I establish myself here. Obviously, just like everyone else, there's going to be a pressure to perform next year. The Magic cannot win 29 games again next season. They've got to take that next step. Whatever it is. Whether it's getting back to 35 wins, getting to 500, getting in the playoffs. I don't know if, you know, we'll see what the roster looks like. There are a lot of changes that are going to have to come. But it is important to remember that this is still, at least last year, was still a relatively young team. A team that did not have much playoff experience. Ibaka brought some. Biombo brought some. But the core guys were still new to winning. The core guys were still trying to learn how to win. And the Magic's roster, with all its redundancies and players' skills kind of getting in each other's way, wasn't conducive to teaching that winning. It is important to remember that this is still a young team. That they still need time to grow. That it's very hard to win with players that haven't been through these battles yet. That haven't fought every night, it seems, to achieve even these basic basic goals. When you look at the Magic starting lineup at the end of the season, Alfred Payton, there's no players older than 27. Alfred Payton's 23. Evan Fournier was 25. Terrence Ross, 26. Aaron Gordon, 21. Nikola Vucevic, 26. I misspoke earlier. The Magic's average age on the roster was 25 and a half years old. That is a young team. And while three of those players, Vucevic, Ross, and Fournier, are all on their second contracts, they still have room to get better. And the Magic seem very optimistic about the style that they played and what a training camp can do for them, what some coaching familiarity can do for them after so many coaching changes. There's plenty of optimistic that that growth will continue to come. Whether you believe it will or not is a matter of whether you're optimistic or pessimistic about the talent on this team. And, and that's completely fair in either direction. Because at this point, to believe that the team is going to take a big step as presently constructed is a matter of faith. Do you believe that Frank Vogel is a man to lead this? Do you believe that what we saw at the end of the season is is something that they can duplicate and improve upon. Can they make good roster decisions? Will adding a high-level draft pick make the team better? Those are all big questions, and big questions that we'll be trying to answer not only in the next week, but throughout the rest, throughout the next few months as we get ready for the 2018 season. The place to start, of course, is the NBA Draft Lottery. And like I said, it is time once again for our hashtag one lottery per day. 
We're going to run Saturday's lotteries with our friends from Tankathon. Just to, again, we're doing this just to keep track of kind of how random the NBA draft lottery is and, and to show that, yeah, the, in the long run, odds are odds. But, and each individual draft, individual running of the lottery, just about anything can happen and you cannot control it. So let's sim Saturday's NBA draft lottery. Not a good one for the Magic. The Orlando Magic will land the seventh pick in this version of our one lottery per day for Saturday. The Boston Celtics get the first pick. This will actually be the second time in 20 tries that the team with the best odds, the Brooklyn Nets, Boston Celtics, get the top pick. And the good news is the Lakers land at number five. Your top three, Boston, Philadelphia, Minnesota. Philadelphia getting the pick from Sacramento. So the Lakers give the Magic that pick. So uh, good news there. So again, this is just to show how random things are. Let's run Sundays, one lottery per day. On Sunday, things look a little bit brighter. The Magic land the third pick. That is the fourth time the Magic have landed the third pick. They've landed, for for your reference here, in the 21 times now that we've run, that I've run this, the Magic have landed the first, second, and third pick four times and the seventh pick four times. Uh, so that is interesting to say the least. Phoenix wins the top pick. Boston is second. And so the Magic, once again, get the lot, get the uh, Lakers pick. It is now 11-10 to 10 in favor of the Magic not getting the Lakers pick. And now for today's one lottery per day, we are officially eight days away from the NBA draft lottery, so get excited. It is crunch time for you lottery nuts. Today's hashtag one lottery per day, the Magic fall to sixth. Fourth time, they'll have the sixth pick. Boston, once again, Gets the top pick, so they have caught up now to everyone else with three. Dallas rises to two, Phoenix one, and that means the Magic get the Lakers pick. So 22 times, it has literally been a coin flip. 11 times the Magic have gotten the Lakers pick. 11 times the Magic have not gotten the Lakers pick in 2019. Magic with the sixth pick, the fourth time that's happened. So four times at one, two, three, six, and seven. The Probably really the four most likely places the Magic can land in the NBA draft lottery. Again, send me your one lottery per day. You run your lot, run the lottery just once. Send it to me on Twitter using the hashtag one lottery per day. You can send it to me on Twitter at Locked on Magic as well as at OmagicDaily. And of course, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked on Magic as well as like us on Facebook at Locked on Magic. You can follow me on Twitter at OmagicDaily as well as like me like the website on Facebook at Orlando Magic Daily. And of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic please be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. That's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Magic. I want to thank you all for listening. Hope you all had a fantastic weekend. Fun Kentucky Derby. Good basketball on TV. Getting getting to crunch time here in these conference semifinals series. Really excited uh, for the uh, playoffs to really get cranking here. Been a, been, been, you know, not the games themselves individually haven't been Super exciting, but uh, I enjoy basketball. Don't matter what. So um, I've been pretty happy to have basketball on every single night, as I'm sure everyone else is too. That's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all for listening to today's show. For London Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, this has been Philip Rossman Reich. I'll see you all again tomorrow on another episode of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. 
Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details.